You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Gumptown Podcast, episode 54. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in to this podcast, thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Today's guest, he is the founder and owner of Sincerely Yours Where, Drew Logo, and as well as the host of the Sunny Side Up Podcast. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and I'm sure you all will be inspired by his story. Let's give a warm Gumptown round of applause for Andrew LaPratt. Andrew, how's it going, man? Man, thanks for having me on, man. I'm excited, man. Love the intro, man. Thank you, man, for having me on. Yes, sir. Definitely um, appreciate you for accepting to be on. And first things first, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with me for a few minutes. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Anything that could keep the city moving forward, man, and entrepreneurship, keep it alive, man, I'm down for it, man. I stand behind it, man. Yes, sir. Of course, we're here to talk about the many business endeavors you got going on. Sincerely yours, where Drew Logo and the Sunny Side Up podcast. But before we go there, let's get to know the man behind these brands. What's your story? Yes, sir, man. Uh, born and raised in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, I would say as far as getting into entrepreneurship, that came a little bit later. Uh, most people that know me, close people know that I started off with basketball. I'm not saying that I was Kobe Bryant or nothing like that, but I could definitely maintain and handle my own. But I uh, started off basketball, man, and uh, did that all my life, sports, soccer, basketball, football, things of that nature. And then I once – I always tell the story, but I definitely want to share it on your part. But um, it was my junior year, and I was projected to go to varsity, and my grades wasn't up to par. And my older brother, he, he took my grades. He looked at my progress report. Literally, man, I had all Fs and two As. <laughs> the only As was in religion because I went to a Catholic school, St. Jude. And the other one was in PE because I love sports and physical activity. So um, he was like, look, man, we can't, we can't have dumb athletes, man. And he was just like, you need to do something about your grades. And within that time frame, man, um, you know, I, I took some time off because I was kicked off the team. And I studied, and within that time, man, I had a true unlock of just what my intellectual capabilities were because I've, I've never experienced that because in that time, this was the time where you're trying to be cool and, you know, keep up with the status quo. And as far as for that, you know, just trying to keep up with what I mentioned, I, I didn't let my, uh, my intelligence excel as far as me not going to my highest level. But uh, just a normal kid, man, I always – used to like uh different music uh tv shows disney nickelodeon <laughs> i was just pretty much laid back you know grew up here in montgomery alabama come from a big family and that's that's pretty much how, how i rock man. okay cool man great story i appreciate the transparency and um ain't nothing shoot man school i definitely understand just that whole notion of um not really being interested in in school it don't get me wrong, school was school was cool, but a lot of the information wasn't interesting. So I got bored myself. I mean, I I I let my grades slip a little bit, tenth grade, mm -hmm. but uh, once I realized I did want to finish high school and stuff, I um 
tighten up and got those grades right. And to your point, man, trying to be the cool kid, just trying to make it, man, trying to find your way. And uh, no, nah, that's that's good stuff, man. So in terms of um, your basketball career, so you said you were you were hoping you was out there doing your things and uh, playing for St. Jude. Yeah, St. Jude got a rich history, rich history, man, especially the basketball program before they shut down. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, it was always known for its sports uh, industry, especially basketball. Uh, track was another big one over there. Um, but, yeah, I, I played basketball and sports my entire life. My mom even had us in karate at, <laughs> at one point in time. Like We did some of everything, man. Uh, I grew up on the west side of town, uh, Mobile Heights, in that Carver Park area. Not sure if you're too familiar with that. But um, I was there from basically – me being born to 13 years old. And then within that time, my mother moved us to the east side of town. So that's when I moved to Carriage Hills. And so I kind of got like a different um, kind of cultural part that I was introduced to for coming from that side of town to this side of town. Um, but we, we were always around uh, different, different kids, different races, uh, different backgrounds. So I would say exposure to some of the stuff that I'm doing now it was kind of uh, it was kind of revealed when I was younger. You know, we was doing it back then, like as far as with uh, being into creativity, the arts. Uh, I remember one time I went to a summer uh, camp program for uh, for acting. It was um, for Shakespeare. I was chosen with two two kids, and um, the play that I did was Midsummer Night's Dream. It was a Shakespearean play, and um, so yeah, man, it's just you know. It's, it's funny that the things that you do when you're younger, it starts to show into your adulthood. So now I'm, you know, very charismatic, charismatic on camera and silly on camera and things like that. And that, that comes from my, my childhood background. Okay, cool, man. That's dope. So we, so you got a lot of businesses that you got your hands in right now, man. So before we delve into those businesses, I'm curious to ask, where does that entrepreneurial spirit come from? Does it run in your family? Uh, yeah, somewhat. Uh, definitely come from a, a line of uh, construction, um, come from a line of educators, and I come from a line of uh, just people that just naturally had a knack for creativity, whether it was within the arts. My mother was a writer, um, just in general. So I would definitely say it just came from just my natural knack of seeing what I wanted on television and kind of mimicking that. And just always just kind of had a knack for like, man, it's cool that that, I, that you got yours, but I want to do my own. Like, that was always like my thing. Like, when I was in second grade, literally, I was like, hey, I'm going to create my own club. Like, <laughs> back then, I didn't know anything about that, but it was just just saying, it, you know what I'm saying? And like, always wanting to to do things like that and take the lead and take charge and just do my own. So I, I would say it, it definitely came early. It probably wasn't recognizable then, but when I look back in hindsight, I definitely uh, see where some of that came from. Okay, good stuff, man. That's great stuff. So let's talk about what you got going on in business. Let's start with Sincerely Yours. What products and services you got over there? Yeah, so Sincerely Yours, man, is a brand that I started in 2012. Um, it was behind closed doors. literally started it in my mother's living room. I uh, showed my older brother um, at the time what I wanted to do was I was just like, hey, this is I want to because at that time it was 2012. So clothing brands was out, but it wasn't like it wasn't saturated like how it is now. You know what I'm saying? Like you had a couple people doing their thing, but it, it hasn't just really hit home yet. Just like entrepreneurship was always around. 
but it wasn't shown that, hey, we can actually do this just yet. You know, so I came right in that area. But um, as far as to answer your question directly, as far as products, uh, just T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats, jackets. I uh, have a kids line, which is Sincerely Kids, which is under Sincerely Yours Wear. And um, so that was my reason of starting. I, I thought it was very cool to put my own design on apparel <laughs> and once I first saw that, man, the rest was kind of history. But I didn't become active to the public to 2017 as far as the brand being out there to the world, though. Okay. What inspired that name, Sincerely Yours? Uh, it's self-reflective. So, like, me coming up, man, um, I was always called, like, a nerd and just, like, you know, I was too imaginative or, you know, not, not to take a racial standpoint, but people used to call me white boy based off of kind of, like, the type of music and the type of art that I was into. So um, just just my knack for creativity, that's where that came from. And I wanted to show people because a lot of times people didn't think I was smart back then. Um, they will be shocked when they saw how intellectual I was. Um, and they'll be like, man, like you actually, you know, got some knowledge. to You, <laughs> you actually can do something. And, you know, um, when people just kind of give it was giving up on me back then. You know, I always just wanted to show a way that, hey, I can do something. So I figured back then I wanted to create the brand and I started the brand off being selfish because I was just like, you know, I want to create Sincerely Yours and I want to name it this because it's kind of me hiding behind my arts and talents. And I didn't want to tell the world that I was the one that was the CEO and founder of the brand. Like I wanted when people find out, they're like, oh, man, he created that. So that's kind of how the messaging was in the beginning until I realized that it was more people in the world going through this same issue. So then that's when I made it for all artists. So that was the, the inspiration was basically filling the void of not being accepted for my gifts and talents. Man, that's cool, man. That's a powerful story. And you know what, uh, one thing about creatives, um, just being caught up in your imagination, like the people that it's funny, like you were just saying how our childhood gifts and, all that stuff come full circle. Like people will joke on you about being in your imagination, but man, now these days, everybody wants to be a creative. They, they want to be labeled as somebody that started something like that. Wasn't cool back in the day. Like you were weird. If you, if you was like um, talking about being a creative man, it's just, it's cool, man, that you tapped into that. And um, you, it all came full circle. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was because back then it was just like, you were, like you said, you were weird to do stuff like that. Like, I'm sure if you can go to my old house, you would find folders of me drawing all on the folder, um, creating my own characters, which that's how the brand actually started before I kind of polished it up and, you know, gave it the Hummingbird logo and the, and the circle logo that you see now. But it started off with characters that I used to draw. And um, I used to create these characters. And that's how Sincerely Yours first started. Like, I remember... Uh, it's going to be a long story, but I try to shorten it though as best as I can. <laughs> but uh, it was a, I, I drew a bear and I called the bear Jack the Gun. And what I told my brother was, I was like, hey, I was real impressed by the story of Rocky. And um, I wanted to basically take the story and the fight of Rocky and inject it into a character that could represent a clothing brand through garments. So that's where the, the first one came from. And within the first week of me putting it out, it, it sold out. And um, eventually I, I gave the brand more meaning and kind of stripped that so that way I can have longevity. But, yeah, that's where it all started from. It all started from that creative knack, man. It's just, you know, just a, just trying to apply it to the world. 
That's a great story, and that's some powerful stuff. So of the three businesses that you do have, three business endeavors that you do have your hands in, which one started first? Was it Sincerely Yours? Yeah, Sincerely Yours. Uh, so, like, for me, I would say all my business kind of coincide with each other, and it's just like one kind of goes into the other. So Drew Logo, it was me kind of rebranding because uh, before I had – so my middle name is Andrew LaBrad. And um, so that's kind of like my stage name and what I go by. But um, so I had a I had a brand called Drew Pratt Designs before. And this was when I was making apparel for people, uh, creating like like little vinyl type stuff before I kind of got more into official stuff like screen printing and embroidery and embossment and stuff like that. But uh, so that's where that came from. And it, it came from me designing people's stuff. But all of this was based off of Sincerely Yours because um, I had to learn quick how to do like my own mock-ups, how to do my own um, editing of videos. Like I had people show me, but that only lasts for so long. Like eventually you got to get in the game yourself and figure out how to do it until you're able to mass produce. Um, so to answer your question, uh, Sincerely Rose was first, but the other ones just naturally came from like, hey, I'm doing all this stuff for my brand so I can do this for others. So I've designed logos out there for people. Um, I've designed... Uh, all types of stuff, video edits, uh, anything you could think of, flyers, <laughs> you know, and um, I was just like, let me just put that out there to show that I can offer that service as well. Okay, cool. And yeah, man, I definitely took a look at the portfolio you do have available for Drew Logo. And yeah, you got some good stuff going on, man. And man, you definitely, oh, no problem, man. You definitely out there showing the world your gift, man. And that's good stuff. So you didn't, so you didn't go to college for graphic design. This is something you just had naturally. Yeah, it, it, it came naturally of like just uh, like, again, that art side to me. Mm -hmm. um, I taught myself how to draw at 22 and it's like I wasn't like the most amazing artist, but I was able to have like a cartoon aspect to me of drawing. And it was cool for the moment. And it, it got me to the bridge of Sincerely Yours. And then after that, uh, from that, I started, I kept doing art, but it was mainly more art, like on the phone and the computer and stuff like that versus actual pencil to tablet, you know? And, um, but yeah, so, you know, to answer that, that's, that's exactly how, how it started. It was just, just creating stuff for myself because I used to have to ask for mock-ups when I first got the brand started. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say the company name because I never liked to bad mouth anybody, <laughs> but, but like they used to send my stuff super late to me for mock-ups and I was like dude like why are y'all taking so long to send me my mock-ups and why the mock-ups <laughs> got like why they like stacked up on each other it's like no separation it's nothing to it so like I sat up hours man figuring out how to do mock-ups and just gradually I just got like just tight with it man and it was just like before I even looked up within like two years I was like man I'm doing all the stuff that I used to have to act so much help for, you know? <laughs> yes, sir. No, that's dope, man. The reason I, I just wanted to just kind of drive that point home about not necessarily needing to go to school to be good at something. That's why I asked you about that. Cause I, I already knew the answer just from your story. I figured you didn't go to college for it, but yeah, I just wanted to drive that point home that man, you can become a master at something without getting a degree. It's just in our, you know, in our culture, we're taught to believe you got to go to the college and get in all this debt just to master something. Ain't nothing wrong with the college thing. I went to college, but I'm saying like creatives like yourself, man, it's not, it's not necessary to go to college, man, especially if you just got that gift. So that's dope. Yeah, man. I, I, absolutely. Like I think 
to, to tack on that point now since I know the exact point that you're making. Um, I, I agree, man. Like, I, I feel like if it's not nothing that's truly, truly essential for school, like as far as being a doctor, lawyer, anything like that, or like an engineer, a mathematician, I think that it's, it's really not needed um, because, like I always say, I joke around. I'd be like, man, I go to YouTube University because I've learned so much stuff off of YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I learned, and the way I learn as a person anyway, I learn off of people. So, like, just my natural interaction with people. That's how I used to learn so many words. It's just from talking to people. I used to be like, hey, what that mean? They'll tell me what it mean. I'm like, okay. And I put it in my own mental Rolodex. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with television. Like, I hear a word. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look that up real quick. And then now I kind of know it, and then I use it within sentences, you know. And so I said that to say that, like, a lot of the times, if you can kind of just, like, Google really, like, broke down barriers. <laughs> like, once <laughs> Google was created, <laughs> and, like, YouTube and the, and the iPhone or Android or whatever you got, that, like, broke down everything. Even though I came through a time frame of, like, where it was – it was either school or the military. I graduated high school in 2009. So back then it was literally like entrepreneurship. Like I said, it wasn't as prevalent as it is in today's time. So it was mainly more of like, like I said, school or military. And if you didn't do one of them, you was considered a failure. Like it wasn't like what we're doing now. It was just like, yo, bro, you all right? Like, like what's going on, man? You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have direction, basically. And so my overall message, man, to wrap up the point is that like, I feel like it needs to be like a a two to three year period for people to just kind of sit in for a while and like just kind of get in their mind together and prep to be like, okay, hey, do I really want to go to college? Because everything that we've been taught to me has been basically false narrative, you know? No, I agree wholeheartedly, man. And we came up in the same era. I finished high school in 06 and you 100% correct. It was either college, go to the military. But one thing I love about this new generation, why they get a lot of flack for being a little off the chain and a little reckless at time, like, man, they're not going down that four-year degree route. They're going to YouTube University. Like, because like you just said, Google has pretty much broke down barriers, man. Google has leveled the playing fields. And you don't have to go to school to get no degrees. You can go to YouTube University and learn anything. You can learn welding. You can learn roofing. Man, it's endless possibilities man so um everything you said is spot on so let's um let's talk about the sunny side up podcast what's the premise of that what what inspired that yeah so uh sunny side up podcast came from of course like once the podcast era kind of hit big i found myself watching a lot of podcasts um listening to a lot of podcasts I, i found myself wanting to listen rather than watch more um and I just really wanted to get in that space. And I was just like, okay, if I'm going to get into this, like, what's going to be the thing that's just going to kind of set me out there? And mine was mainly kind of kind of like what you're doing, like exactly the exact same model, actually. Uh, it was just, you know, your, your, your everyday entrepreneur, like, that you can pretty much find at Winn-Dixie. Like, now I'm trying to get into interviewing celebrities and stuff. But my main thing was to interview people that's, you know, of the town and of uh, other areas and bring light to them uh, as far as through, you know, entrepreneurship, because that was a thing that I was really, you know, focused on and, and that I love. Uh, so that's where that's where that podcast came from. And I'm not going to lie, I had kind of fell off of it for a minute because uh, <laughs> I just kind of I kind and I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I reached a stage to where I felt like I was just it was just so much I was doing. Like I felt like drained and I felt that 
um, everything was just kind of running to a dead end. But then what would happen is people would come to me when they used to see me out in the streets where they live like, yo, man, I really loved your podcast. You know, I used to listen to a couple episodes and I, and I still go back and listen to them. And I was like, dang, like these like old episodes, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, people still, you know, rocking with it like that. So it's just like, it might not be a crowd of millions, but I always say this, as long as one person listens, that's better than what you had before. Now imagine if it's seven people listening to your podcast and so on and so on, you know? Um, but yeah, man, to answer your question, man, uh, I, I really went into podcasting because it was just, it was just one of those things that I felt that ran into each other again with coinciding of my talents. Um, I've always, I, I felt like personally I could speak uh, to a certain degree as far as uh, well. And um, just my natural engagement with people. Um, I just felt like it was only right to start a podcast and I wanted to keep it friendly. So that's where Sunny Side Up came from. Like just basically like it's no, <laughs> it's no, uh, it, it was meant for no direction at first and just to be just kind of carefree. And I was just joking around. My wife joked something. And I was just like, I like my eggs sunny side up. You know what I'm saying? And then it just went from there with the podcast, man. Nah, man, that's dope, man. That's great, man. And uh, I love the concept. And I'll just tell you, man, keep going. Because here's the thing. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's a little interesting when you first start out. When I started out, I... I didn't really know what I was what I was doing. I didn't know how fast it was going to grow. But one thing about it, I decided I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna reach out to people. And I'm gonna network." Like that's how I connected with you, man. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know you from Adam. Like we don't know each other. I just happened to see you out on Facebook, and I just happened to. I was like, like man, I just, I just network, man. I don't really overthink it. I'm like, hey, we got a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of dope people doing dope stuff in Montgomery. I'm just networking, man. So, hey, I would highly recommend you get back on that podcast, Horse Man, and just network. And, hey, you can even go through my page and connect with the people I've talked to. Hey, it's it's all good. It's all about sharing the wealth. It's enough for all of us to go around, man. So, nah, that's good. That's great, brother. I love all the things you're doing in business, from the clothing line to creating logos to doing the podcast. So uh, absolutely, man. And I wanted to personally thank you, man, as far as, you know, giving you flowers, because like, you know, I ain't gonna lie, it was, it was a little bit of cockiness to me. And, you know, sometimes you got to get knocked off your horse, man. But like, I was just like, I was like, dang, man, ain't nobody hitting me up, man, to be on their podcast, man. I'm like, I'm out here doing work. Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, I want to say to you, man, like, you're the first person, man, that has hit me up and was like, yo, man, I want you on the podcast to kind of bring light to what you're doing. So, you know, it's me always usually on the other end and for somebody to reach out to me, man, that I want to say that means a lot to me, man. So I really appreciate that, that part, man, for real. Cause you use oh. the first part. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's all good, man. Nah, man. It's, it's honestly, it just comes, comes down to just me personally, uh, not having the ego, man, just knowing I'm, I want to go to platform and there are people in Montgomery doing dope stuff. So I'm just like, Hey, I reach out. Worst thing you can do is leave me on red or say no. And um, you accept it. So I appreciate you, man. And uh, it's it's all good. And that's what it's all about, just networking. So transitioning to the next portion, whenever I have entrepreneurs on the platform like yourself, I like to cover three things, the aha moment, action, and audacity. You pretty much already covered your aha moment and action. You started in 2012, but you didn't go public until 2017. So we, mm -hmm. trans so we can transition right into that audacity portion. Who or what gave you the audacity to step into this entrepreneurship space? Uh, 
Okay, so I got two answers for that one. Um, right. The <laughs> the first one was my uh, my brother, uh, my brother Brandon Anderson. He uh, he basically was like, "Yo, man, you you, you got to do some kid, like you know, like what what you, what you gonna do?" And at that time, he was mainly like the one that was kind of in the forefront because he was like, you know, he was doing modeling real heavy, which he's still doing all this stuff. Um, and I'm proud of him, but he was, he was on modeling real heavy. He was, uh, appearing in magazines, photo shoots, all the stuff that you can name. And I was just kind of just lapping behind him. Like it was it was nothing to me besides, Hey, that's, that's his little brother, basically. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> so he, he basically told me like, it's going to come to you, find what you're looking at. And, you know, you're going to see the vision. He was just like, you're going to have to open up a few doors. And at that time, I didn't mention this early when you asked the first question, but I did uh, try my hand in modeling. Uh, I actually was signed to an agency at 19, and um, it was a real bad deal to do, try to sign me to like an exclusive deal. And back then, you was just excited to do something. So it was just, you know, it was terrible paperwork, but I ended up being able to get out of it. But um, yeah, I tried to follow right in his footsteps, man, and it wasn't my own. Um, I had fun, and then I met a lot of people. But uh, truly, what I wanted to do is what I was doing now. And um, it came to me that day, and I told him, hey, this is what I want to do. Uh, this was before I figured out about color placement on the shirt, um, how much you need to do this so you can keep your cost cheaper products, you know, uh, cost of products basically down. That was before I figured that out. So my first T-shirt was $90. <laughs> and my brother, he reached in his pocket. He said, if you really want to do this, here you go, man. <laughs> He gave me $100, man. I went and bought that colorful T-shirt. I wish I still had it to this day, but I don't, man. Uh, but I bought it, man. And and that right there started it. So that was the first one. The second one was um, was my wife, because like I said, um, as far as the brand being active, it wasn't active to 2017. So 2012 was kind of the time I was still with my brother. He gave me money to buy the first shirt. Put I, I, I was wearing it, but it wasn't out to everybody. Um uh, but right around when I got with her, man, and we was on the road to get married, I was just like, man, it's just, you know, I, I just, I felt impelled that I have to do something in, in life. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, work to what I got to get to uh, as far as that. But, you know, it was more of the motivation of like, this is, this has to be done now because now it's, it's someone in your life now. You know what I'm saying? I know you still got to do the other things before your brand takes off, but you at least got to get this up under you, you know what I'm saying? And um, and that's what happened, man. So as soon as I got with her, I would say that's when the, the brand truly became greenlit <laughs> and out to the public. Yeah. Nice, man. Nah, man. That's great, man. And hats off to your brother for investing in you and hats off to your wife for holding you accountable. Uh, I can definitely attest to that. I know how that goes in my own life with my wife because she was a big catalyst for Starting this podcast, ain't nothing like it because they're going to hold you accountable. They're going to love you, but they're going to tell you when you're like, hey, man, tighten up. It's time to do it. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely, man. Like, I normally hate that part, but a, a lot of the time she's right, man, because, like, I remember uh, before I started kind of doing what I'm doing now with with it having it mass produced, um, when I was making it hands-on myself, she was just like, why don't you just get the machine? Like, she used to just flat-out say stuff to me like that. And I used to be like, nah, it ain't ready. And then as soon as I listened to what she said and she went and just bought it for me for Christmas one day, like I started, I started doing it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it started, it started taking off and, you know, growing his legs and stuff like that. And then eventually 
I got to the point to where, you know, I switched over from vinyl to screen printing, something more official on garment. Um, but yeah, man, that, that first initial kick, man, in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> she, she definitely did that. Man. Hey, love it, man. And like you said, don't like it, but after you get that kick in the rear end and you actually get out there yeah. and you get started, you be like, man, appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Now nah, that's good stuff, man. Love to hear it. So you've done great things and, all three of these endeavors, sincerely yours, wear a Drew logo and Sunny Side Up podcast. And I know great things are coming down the pipeline, which leads to my next portion, vision. What are your short-term and long-term goals for each business? Oh, man. Uh, so as far as short-term goals, uh, I start off with sincerely yours. Um, I, I want to get um, more awareness as far as like uh, through – what the brands truly represent, which is basically represent all art forms. So I would like to get it more into like schools and more into uh, just creative art programs or, you know, it can be football teams. It can be ballet, like whatever, but I just want to get it out there more to artists um, given the space of me being able to provide it to them. So that's something of a, of a short-term goal. As far as long-term goal, um, I'm definitely looking to scale up all, all 50 states right now. Sincerely yours is has been worn uh, in 25 states being counted and as far as two countries being um, overseas. But I do want to get it to a global brand and uh, just worldwide. So that's the that's the long term goal. Uh, as far as the Sunny Side Up podcast, um, I, I don't I don't have like a, a huge ambition with that because I look at like I look at all of them being fun and something that I like naturally love to do. But as far as with like Sunny Side Up Podcast, my goal for that is just <laughs> just if I could just talk to many people and just shed light on many people as possible. Like that's that's my goal with that. Like that's that's my that's my unselfish part of of, of that right there. Uh, I know all of it can relate to ego. Um, I try not to have ego, but in some essence. You got to kind of believe in yourself and, and ego and that kind of share like a fine line of that. Um, but I, I do want the world to know uh, the brand. Uh, as far as Drew Logo, uh, just simply just continuing to do like my, my talent. Cause like for me, that's like, I, I kind of compare that to like, like a boxer who spars, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just staying sharp. Um, it's not necessarily like a, a huge one that I just want to like, just completely take off. Um, as long as I can just continue to stay sharp, man, and just come up with creative ideas and help someone get their, get their vision out there through a logo or through a flyer, um, I'm, I'm happy with that, man. Sounds good, man. Those are some great goals, both short-term and long-term, and I have no doubt that you'll make all those goals come to fruition. So as we wrap up the podcast, man, I want to ask a million-dollar question. I started this podcast because I wanted to highlight the greatness coming out of the gump whether you're from here or whether you lived here for a significant period of your life, a military, a college, you being a hometown hero, I want to know what makes you the most proud to be from the gump? Man, it's, it's home, man. Like, it's, it's, it's much junk I talk about here, man. It's, it's home, brother. Like, it's just, it's just no better feeling, man, to, like, when you cross that line and they say that sign, sweet home Alabama, like, it's, it's where I'm from, man. Like, I, I'm always going to put efforts here. Like, I tell people all the time, man, it's not – it's not a bad place to be from Montgomery or it's not a bad place to be from Alabama in general. Like it's, it's our home. It's just what you do with it. And my thing is 
if you are going to stay here, because I feel like it is a retirement place and it's a place of growth. Um, of course, the cost of living is, is a little bit shorter. Um, just travel. Just make sure that you're willing to go see other stuff. So that way you, you don't feel like you're stuck. And that's, and that's with anybody in any place. But um, to answer your question directly, man, it's, it's home, man. It's nothing like it's nothing like uh, Bama, man. It's nothing like Montgomery, man. <laughs> yes, sir. I agree wholeheartedly. That's good stuff. So how can the people connect with you, Andrew? What are your social media handles? Yeah, man. Um, so I had to create a, another page because I couldn't get my logins no more. So Andrew LaPrad, which is uh, Andrew spelled the usual way, LaPrad, L-A-P as in Paul, R-A-D as in dog, E as in elephant, nine zero. And um, that's my social media handle for right now. And you can find me there. And as far as my brand, sincerely yours, underscore where. And you can find me on those, man. You can inbox me anytime. Um, I'm always there, man. Yes, sir. And, of course, I'll put all this information in the description of the episode. Hey, Andrew, thanks again for this conversation, man. I really appreciate you. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me, man. Best of luck to you, man. I know this podcast is going to do extremely well, and I'm honored that you had me on today, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate those words. All right. Good people. That concludes another dope episode of the Gumtown Podcast. We gone, but before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe, but most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone. Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.